Live for Live Music presents Inside Out with Turner and Seth. And we're revisiting the tweener episodes. We're just going to do a couple quick tweener episodes. Next, uh, The next one in two weeks will be with uh, involving the Colonel because we'll be hot on the heels of the Colonel Bruce Fox Theater event May 1st. And this one is about one of my favorites. Hey, what are you talking about next week's uh, Jojo Herman? Uh, I said two weeks from now, the next tweener. We're going to do two oh, tweeners. You wanted, oh, okay. I didn't realize you wanted to do another tweener. You actually, you're part of the show. You know that, right? And so <laughs> for this one, though, we're re- revisiting episode 19 because this is the one-year anniversary of the uh, absolutely horrible, horrible loss of uh, Prince. And uh, in episode 19, when we had Jason Crosby and Roger McNamee, they're both of um, the Doobie, the Doobie Decibel System. <laughs> yes, and if you listen, you go back to episode nineteen. You can hear the whole, the whole story of the band and Roger McNamee, where he got the inspiration. Roger is a business mogul who also is a musician. A lot of great stuff on there. And Jason Crosby just had this amazing, amazing career. You can hear the full, a larger, not even the full, a larger amount of it. We don't even get into Roger Daltrey. In the episode, but no. we get into a lot with him. But the two things we're going to lift out for this, for purposes of this episode, are his story um, about when Prince, when he was, when Jason was in Blind Boys of Alabama, and Prince sat in with them, completely impromptu sit in. Yeah, no one saw that coming. That's right. <laughs> Not even Jimmy Carter, the front man of Blind Boys Alab- of Alabama. Jimmy Carter. Oh, yeah, different Jimmy Carter. So wait a second. What happens if Jimmy Carter is performing with the Blind Boys of Alabama in Georgia? What happens? I would hope to attend with Jimmy Carter and see Jimmy Carter with Jimmy Carter. It'd be like a sandwich with you being the meat in the middle. I just want peanuts. Peanuts. Ooh, what if you... Do you white, think Jimmy, plains, white Plains peanuts. What Not if he's allergic... No, plains. Plains, Georgia. What if he was allergic... Jimmy Carter was allergic to peanuts. <sighs> any rate, though, let's go back to the story because that's really what people are here for. What if people are allergic to stories, Seth? Uh, I don't know. So uh, Jason tells the whole story, the, and it's funny because Jimmy Carter's a front man from Blind Boys of Alabama, and as you might imagine, he's blind, hence the name. And from Alabama. I'm not even sure about that. Well, then how do you know he's blind? That would be false advertisement. Well, I think some of the younger ones aren't, aren't blind. I don't know. Maybe they're just not observant. They could be blind about some things. I, I like the thought there. So maybe they're not from Alabama, but they're nearby. So the funny thing about the story is Jimmy... Uh, Prince comes on stage and the crowd goes nuts. So, so Jimmy Carter, the front man of Blind Boys Alabama, thinks he's like having a, a career night, you know. <laughs> and according to Jason, they were in a good groove when Prince sat in, but it was, you know, people were screaming and freaking out because of Prince, as I would. I mean, even jaded people, if Prince walks on stage at a show you're at, even the, even the most jaded people got a crack a grin, don't they? So, I would think so. I mean, you that's... know, some jaded people. Yeah. Would they smile? I, I mean, I think they would more than smile. I it's think that, Prince, for God's sake. Well, it's royalty. I mean, listen, you don't have to. You don't have to like some, some someone's music to recognize their importance. And when someone famous, and by the way, you can talk all this kind of shit you want about a band or whatever, but if you see that person come out on stage, you're going to be like, oh my god, I got a so what a cool attack. And also, uh, we hear the whole story about when he was uh, uh, in a band called Solar Circus back in the 90s. They were a little rinky-dink band playing a rinky-dink venue in, a, in Asbury Park, New Jersey. And a certain local celebrity came in to check out the room and 
Bruce Springsteen ends up sitting in and playing a bunch of them. We, he, they tell that whole story, or Jason tells that whole story, and then he tells about how years later he's at the Pete Seeger tribute concert at Madison Square Garden, and he uh, gets to talk to Bruce again, and they both reminisce together about that special night. <laughs> uh, if that's not enough for you, there's some more back catalog that we want to recommend you listen to uh, on the Prince tip, because last episode, uh, episode 29 with Steve Berlin, Steve goes into some great stories about Prince. Yeah, they used to steal equipment from him, from his neighboring studio. It's Borrow, funny story. Borrow. Funny story. All right, let's go into the to the. the, the we're going to play the Prince thing and learn a little music, and then the Bruce story, and then Seth and I have some other stuff to tell you about on the back end. So, come back and hear us. Here you go. Incredible. Was uh, it the the prince? Like, is Prince the awe? Was he the awe that people say? Like, he comes in and like the room just all of a sudden turns into like clouds. He served us. He served us pancakes. Oh, uh, really? No. <laughs> uh, no. He, he he was side stage with like a couple big dudes, you know, like uh, security guys, and he was just watching the set. He's a fan of the Blind Boys of Alabama, and uh, me and like the you know so the singers are blind and the drummers blind. The musical director, my friend Joey Williams, who played plays with Robert Randolph a lot, still to this day a lot. Uh, that's how I ended up playing with the Blind Boys was through Joey. Him and I were on the same side of the stage that Prince was on, and we were like, "Holy shit, it's Prince! He's watching us play." And so jo- Joey goes over. Does that, does that make you nervous at all? A little. Well, you know, it, it changes changes things a little bit. You know, <laughs> like, you start you start thinking a little bit more start about like, where well, you're right, going maybe or I how is that play interpreted? A little funkier. Like, <laughs> You, you get self-conscious, like, ooh, did, I wonder what he thought of that, or... I mean, it wasn't the first time that I've had a moment like that, mm-hmm. you know? I mean, we did shows opening for Clapton, where it was, like, you know, McCartney and Ringo and Harrison's son are there, and uh, Billy yeah. Preston, and, you know, it's just like, you know, eventually you have to get that, get over that, you right. know? But it's still, it still is what it is. So, yeah, uh, Joey went over to the bodyguards and, and kind of, and Prince, and just motioned by taking his guitar off his neck, it looks like want this <laughs> you know uh, uh, actually no I got that wrong they came over the bodyguards came over and whispered into Joey's ear Prince would like to sit in uh-huh. and then he went and then he walked over and just was like do you want this and Prince came met him halfway and grabbed Joey's guitar and then he sat down at Joey's spot and Joey joined the uh, the, the, the core of singers uh, but uh, the, the, the 
it was pretty amazing. I mean, and the prince is looking back, and we're trading trading licks, and he, we were kind of kind of just grooving. We're on, we're just on like playing the one chord. We were just gotten on this jam where we're just it was like a really hardcore church jam where we're just playing the one, and we're just playing an E, and we're just grooving. And uh, inter interesting side story, kind of funny, is that this is when the main guy, the founder of the Blind Boys, Jimmy Carter, would be out in the crowd and kind of revving up the crowd, and oh, you got it, and praise him, and we're fucking backing him up, and we're playing all this church stuff, and the crowd is going fucking insane because Prince is on stage, right. but the blind dudes don't know. He's like, he's <laughs> like I'm killing. And they just, yeah, and so everyone is like, all the blind dudes are just revving at the drummers, just, you know, it's just amped up, you know, like, they, and they just think that we're crushing it. We are crushing it, but like, Prince is playing guitar with us. Eventually, Joey was telling the singers, you know, whispering in their ear, you know, Prince, it's Prince, it's Prince, but, you know, I, I, Jimmy out there, I don't know how long it took him to, uh, you know, no. But anyway, Prince gets up in the middle of the song and and puts the guitar on the guitar stand, and we're like, oh, okay, you know, I guess he's gone. And I'm playing the B3, and all of a sudden I hear these high notes on the piano, and he's now on my piano. I had a B3 on one side, the piano on the other side. So I do what Joey does, and I did, and stood up and kind of put my arms in the air like it's all yours. Take the take the keyboard rig. I'll go sing or do something else. And he's like, no, come here. And so I went from the B3 to the piano, and I, for 15 seconds, maybe felt like a minute but it was probably about 15 seconds I played four-handed piano with Prince huh. and we're swiping and doing all this you are know. there pictures of that? no photos of that ah. there's a YouTube clip of him when he's on guitar but there's not I've never seen anything of the piano part mm. it did happen though and then and then <laughs> he and then he split and they were gone and, and, and before the song finished and he went to play know. ping pong somewhere and yeah, he, right? yeah, yeah and he went to play ping pong or something somewhere yeah. with like Jimmy Fallon right? Solar Circus, though. Yeah. Because 8, 10, 95. What, what is that? Does that date have any meaning to you? It's the day after Garcia I was died. Saying, I was going, They're playing a place called the Metro in Long Branch, New Jersey. Right, Jason? You know, yeah. you know I'm leading to. Yep. And uh, Bruce Springsteen came in with his in his soon-to-be in-laws to just check the place out for a wedding event or something. I, that may be the backstory. I, I, all I, I remember that he was the only one at the bar when we were sound checking was him and his father-in-law and the sound man, and the bartender. I don't know. That, that's probably why and he, he was there. But here's the thing. I mean, he ends up sitting in with you. He knows you're a Grateful Dead inspired band. He knows Garcia just passed. Yeah. Do you think it had anything to do that there was? I mean, because well, he's we, kind of a big-hearted guy. Our, mm -hmm. We sent our elder members of the group. I wasn't there for the invite. They would like uh, our drummer and our guitar player, who would like the guys. They went up to him and asked him. It, Mr. Springsteen, you know, we have this show tonight. It's a sold-out show, a tribute to Garcia, who passed away yesterday. We just have to ask. It's okay if you say no, but, you know, would you do one song with us? And he's, I think his reply was, 
fuck it, yeah, sure, let, let, let's do it. And he played the whole set. Because oh, wow. he liked the action and, on the guitar, right? He, he, he liked the guitar that we gave him, and, and he played the whole set. He sang Not Fade Away, Mustang really? Sally, Watchtower. He played on our originals. He ran around the stage trading licks with everybody. This kind of ties into what we were talking about yesterday, uh, about the uh, well, this whole weekend, actually, about the Grateful Dead music. That I mean, you say Bruce Springsteen. I don't think Bruce Springsteen and the Grateful Dead. Like, it just does not something that, that's like, like, yeah, if you ask Bruce to sing a bunch of Grateful Dead tunes, he would say yes and be able to do that yeah, without yeah. saying oh yeah let me look up the lyrics inspiration flow. <laughs> <laughs> it didn't go that far but it, it, it was it was it was cool that that's awesome uh, that just it just that that music is so we kept it at the like the covers that the dead did that he might be familiar uh, with yeah, i don't yeah. think we he actually did any sure, then, yeah. i don't think right. we did any any actual no. grateful dead material it's on youtube uh, yeah, some of it's on YouTube. My brother was able to film three uh, songs of it. And this there's is before audio, our cell phone uh, filming. So right, that's right. He just happened to have the video camera and be on tour with us filming. And yeah, uh, so and it actually got brought up on Jimmy Fallon recently. Uh, oh really? Yeah, because Bruce Springsteen was on <clears throat> was on Fallon, and, and Fallon was like, "Yeah, you know, I looked you up on YouTube, and I saw you playing Mustang Sally with this young Jersey band, and it led into some other conversation about him and his father-in-law, and I was like, oh shit, are they talking about us? <laughs> and so I went on YouTube, and I wrote in Bruce Springsteen, Mustang Sally, and like other than Bruce Springsteen, E Street Band, Mustang Sally is the only other mm. non-Bruce Springsteen performance that's on YouTube is us. Oh man! And, and then, so like then that was what he, yeah. three weeks later you got the royalty checks coming. You're like, hey, look at hey. that. <laughs> Yeah, so that was cool. And actually, I had another moment. I got to play with Springsteen again 14 years later. The Pete Seeger thing, right? On the Pete Seeger thing. I was playing with Pete Seeger in 2009 on a bunch of gigs, including his 90th birthday party at Madison Square Garden. And we were backing up everybody. We were It was Pete's band and the Saturday Night Live band were the two bands. And we're going back and forth, backing up all these artists. And after the uh, in between the last song and the encore the, like these 80 musicians are in this holding area where no one can get by not even Pete Shapiro and this actually ties <laughs> in a funny Pete Shapiro story because I hadn't seen Pete in years and this is my moment to talk to Springsteen you know, like because it was the, every other moment like he's got his entourage around him so I go, I go up and I'm like Mr. Springsteen I'm the piano player with Pete you know nice to meet you and he's shaking my hand and kind of looking the other direction all these other people around and I'm like 1995 day after Jerry dies you're meeting your father-in-law Long Branch, New Jersey I just start like saying things really fast like that he starts squeezing my hand he's like are you with a kid on the keyboards? Yeah, I, I remember that. And he puts oh, his right. arm around me, and we walk down the hall. It was very nice, you know. Yeah. And then I walk back, and uh, and and Shapiro, he still can't get past the barricade. And we're, <laughs> we're going up and down, and he's like, "Crosby, come here!" And I hadn't seen him in years. He's like, "Crosby, come here, come here, come here." He's like. Bruce Springsteen. He's like, he's like Bruce Springsteen. He's like, he's like Dave Matthews is here. Uh, you know, uh, Emmy Lou Harris. He starts naming all these others. He's like, why is he? What did you say to him? <laughs> you know, like why was he talking to you? He, you totally had him engaged. And, and and I was just like, Solar Circus. And he knew, you know, because he was like, you know, Wetlands and Rel and he's Relics now, you know. So he knew. I was like, Solar Circus. We played it, and I told him the story. He's like, oh, that's amazing. And then and then he's like. We exchanged emails, and that's how I got actually reconnected with Pete and started playing Brooklyn Bowl with uh, my band uh, when when I was living in the city. So, anyway, mm -hmm. funny, uh, funny awesome. tie-in, kind of how my life has been.
that's the Bruce Springsteen and story. And that's the Bruce Springsteen story. How about how that? about that? I love that he's saying how Pete Shapiro was like, uh, what, what, what was Bruce talking to you about? You know, even Shapiro, Pete Shapiro's a big promoter in the industry. Even at that point, he'd already been been a big name. So it's pretty funny that Pete's coming up to Jason, trying to figure out how he got you know an mm-hmm. audience with Bruce. You know? <laughs> yeah, no, that was good. That was good. So Seth, we got a big weekend coming. By the time this air, uh, no, actually, this will come out. We will be descending uh, as this comes out. We'll be descending upon Atlanta. We have a little. Uh, Interview space, a new downtown undisclosed location for the weekend. Downtown. Downtown, let's go downtown. So yeah. Downtown tonight. Sweetwater, 420. Come on, baby, let's go downtown. Let's go, let's go, let's go downtown. Yeah, we're going to do a couple interviews on Friday. Couple on Saturday, and then it's uh, the Jonathan Brill one, uh, the Jonathan Brill wedding Sunday. So I won't be able to attend. On I wasn't Sunday. invited, so I get to go to Sweetwater Sunday. Darn well, it! I get to see another day of music, and you Damn. can review it, Rob. You can review. And I it. love weddings so much. <laughs> oh, zing! <laughs> uh, but no, this is great. This is great. Uh, Live for Live Music and uh, WTNS us that is uh, will be interviewing some some great acts. Uh, we can only. Can only fit so many in, but it's really nice to the ones that we got locked in, and uh, I'm I'm pretty excited. Yeah, that's a point. Any of you publicists out there, once we get close to the festival, we got to get we got to get stuff confirmed so we can do research. You know, so we can't do the last minute confirmations on festivals now unless your name rhymes with Quanastacio. <laughs> then we'll we, you know we're prepared. We'll move any, mountains. Yeah, we're, we're prepared at any point. Any, see. And I think that as you hear, if you heard that thunder in the background, I think God wants us to interview Trey. I think so too. But I even though so. we don't have him, we have uh, we have Jen Hartswick. We uh, maybe go after Sarah C- Batista, and uh, that means I, I get since Trey's been breaking out new material and has a new sound of the band. That means part of my research is listen to Trey Anastasio band shows, and I'm okay with that. Yeah, good job, Rob. Good Thank boy. You. Good Thank boy. you very much. And uh, yep, yeah, man. Well, uh, we next week's episode, as we mentioned, is JoJo Herman, but. Um, I wanted to say something. Do you remember what I wanted to say? I'm not sure. Can you give me a hint? It starts with the letter W. You want something? No, I want people to write oh. reviews on our... Yes, please review us on iTunes. Please email us with any questions, comments. We particularly enjoy criticism. InsideOutWTNS at gmail.com. We are InsideOutWTNS on Twitter. Twitter. Oh, let's mention also that Josh Thane of Wonder Dog Sound Studios, who's putting together this uh, episode at the last minute. Thank you so much for that as well. Hey, do you know, Rob, we're going to be going to Wonder Dog Sound Studios next week? That's coming right up. Yeah, we're going to be doing an interview We released JoJo. We will be with Voodoo Visionary working on that. Thank you, Voodoo Visionary. Also, I have another podcast, the Timeless Music Podcast, Timeless Music PC on Twitter. Um, I'm not sure if we're going to go Facebook, dude. I'm going to leave it up to those listeners. You should probably just get the show that you recorded a month ago out. Yeah, it's the whole thing going Anticipation. On. You know what? If you Once, I, once <laughs> I put it out, I want it to be monthly. <laughs> yeah. The Anticipation Podcast? <laughs> the Anticipation Where you just keep announcing it and never... That's really that's good. That's interesting. And you could maybe get Heinz as a sponsor. I bet we probably... <laughs> we would probably get more listeners on that. <laughs> what are they going to say this week? Is it coming out yet? Kids making me wait. Keeping me waiting. 
I'll bet we have a lot of Carly Simon fans out there. That's for you. <laughs> All right. Uh, thanks for listening, folks. We'll be back next week. Especially the Carly Simon fans. Come on back next week. <laughs>